African savannah on safari, looking for... Mike, is that a lion stalking us? I think it's something much scarier. It's a search term report, and someone has keywords with 150% ACOS. Oh no, they never added any negative keywords. Oh, and it looks like all their bids are just $3. No bid optimization? We're in trouble. We need to do something about this giant ACOS, but I don't know if we can do it alone. Oh no, it's the Ad Badger. Should we run? No, no, no. The Ad Badger can save us. He'll rip that high ACOS to shreds with bid optimization and negative keywords. What's going on, Badger Nation? It's Mike and Brett from Ad Badger, and you're listening to the PPC Den Podcast, the world's first Amazon PPC advertising podcast, and your source for all of the tips, tricks, and optimization strategies you need to get the most from your Amazon ads. Alrighty, what's going on, everybody? Welcome back to the Amazon PPC Den podcast. Uh, as always, it's Mike here, and I am joined by Brett. What's going on, Brett? How's it going, everybody? Uh, it's actually a pretty exciting week, Mike. We got some changes that we have been wanting for a long time, and that's going to be in sponsored brand ads. Yes, uh, you know, episode twenty-one, I believe, we actually talked a lot about some sponsored brand ads gripes basically a lot of issues that we had with sponsored brand ads and fortunately today it got three items shorter uh, we're going to dig into some new sponsored brand ads updates uh, we also moved into a brand new badger den we have a new office here in austin and for anyone listening on the show who wants to see a little bit how we record it be sure to check out the podcast post we can put it in the post for adbadger.com slash podcast check out our new podcast podcasting setup or follow us on social. I think you'll enjoy it. If you enjoy the show, you'll enjoy this image to see our new podcasting setup. If you notice the quality of this audio is a little bit sharper, a little bit better, a little bit crisper, come see why. (laughs) Definitely (laughs) worth checking out. I'll leave it at that. The lengths we go for good audio quality, no, no bounds. Yeah. And I think people are probably curious uh, for a little tour of the new office. So maybe early next week we can uh, do a video and kind of show them around and and ship that up to YouTube. Right on. So let's get into the meat of this episode. Sponsored brand ads, little cousin, sponsored products. So the first thing that I'll say here, what do I even mean when I say like the little cousin of sponsored products? So the first thing that I'll say, I love sponsored products. For years now, I'm pretty positive they are the highest converting most profitable cold traffic, paid traffic ad that you can have on the internet right here, right now. I'm ready to make that claim. Uh, Higher than a cold Facebook ad, higher than a cold Instagram ad, higher than a cold Google product listing ad, higher than everything. I mean, these things convert, you know, at an average of 10%. That's huge. So sponsored products convert super duper well. People are on Amazon to shop and these ads look just like normal organic listings. People rarely know that these, these things are even ads. So sponsored products convert super duper well, very high average conversion rate. People love them. Sponsored brand ads are a little bit different. Brett, walk us through sponsored brand ads. 
Yep. So sponsored brand ads, um, they actually take up a whole lot of real estate on search engine results pages. It's that huge banner at the top. And you can, yeah, you do have to be brand registered to uh, even have the option to advertise in this space. Uh, but there are two options with sponsored brand ads. One of them, you can direct customers who click uh, over to your storefront, your Amazon storefront. Uh, and those are customizable. You can make them you know, look really awesome. Uh, but the other thing that you can do is direct them to a product list page. Uh, and you do have to have three products in the sponsored brand ad to be able to do that. Uh, but that is the more popular option. Mm-hmm. Right. So sponsored brand ads, formerly known as headline search ads, uh, they've been getting a lot of retooling over the last couple of months. And I think they're going to continue to get some retooling. Where basically Amazon's adding new features to them. They're tweaking them. They're trying to get more advertiser buy-in to use them. And I can definitely see why. You know, the visibility of these things is gigantic, right? I'm, I'm looking at an Amazon search result page right now, and it literally Literally takes up half of the real estate, like before the fold, like before I scroll down. So, what I look on my laptop when I make a search, they're taking up half. Uh, and then right below that, there's you know two sponsored products, and then there's three organic listings. So actually, on this search result page, there's actually more paid listings than there are organic above the fold. So again, the the push for Amazon advertising is huge still today. It's only going to continue to get even bigger. Um, so. If you haven't started thinking about sponsored brand ads, it's definitely time to start thinking of them. You do need to be brand registered. Um, we can have another episode talking about how to be how to get brand registered. Um, mm-hmm. But once you're there, you should definitely be running them. So if you're capable to run sponsored brand ads, you should be running them because I think they're only going to become even more important. Uh, yeah, and before we go any further, uh, we should settle this misconception once and for all, Mike. Some people think uh, that they don't even need to bid on their own branded keywords in sponsored brand ads. What are your thoughts on this? I, I personally think that's a big mistake. Uh, so I think we should knock that out first and let people know why they should really be using this real estate and just how valuable it can be. I mean, the first, like if I'm Philips light bulbs, uh, you're going to be impressed with my knowledge of light bulb manufacturers. But if I'm Philips light bulbs uh, and I'm not bidding on my own brand, probably Sylvania will be swooping in. That's another light bulb company. So the point is, I mean, right off the bat, other people are going to be bidding on that real estate. In addition, there's never been a better ad type to bid on your own brand than sponsored brand ads. Because essentially what you can do here is you can direct people to your full sort of product catalog. You can sort of show off your entire product listing. You could show off yourself as a company. So, you know, whatever information you would want people to know about your company, you could use sponsored brand ads as a way to help tell that story. Mm-hmm. Um, and another argument for that is I don't think there's a brand out there with a 100% click-through rate for their own branded keywords. So, you know, definitely utilize these guys, get on top of these sponsored brand ads. Uh, and, you know, with with all that being said, uh, we are going to kind of dive into more of the, nitty, uh, the nitty-gritty details and some of these updates that they just pushed out. That's right. So, like we said, uh, this is not going to be us sharing everything about sponsored brand ads. We actually did that in episode 21. Head over to adbadger.com slash podcast. Go find episode 21. We shared a lot of issues. So just like I mentioned, sponsored brand ads 
will always be considered the little cousin, the, the sort of the runt of the pack in, when it comes to ads on Amazon for as long as Amazon treats them like totally separate entities. So some of the things that we're going to talk about here are, are sort of part of that. So some of this is sort of catching up to some of the standards that we already have in sponsored product ads. Some of these are completely sort of new sort of ways to think about uh, new optimization strategies are going to come from this. Um, so check it out, episode 21, if you're just interested on how, you know, I think most Amazon marketers are thinking of sponsored brand ads. So let's get to the updates. Update number one. Uh, Brett, why don't you take us away to episode, uh, update number one? Yeah, so this is uh, kind of one of those ones where sponsored brands is catching up to sponsored products, like you were saying. Um, and this particular one is one that you would think they already had in there, but they didn't until two days ago. Um, you know, so we are recording this on May 9th. So this was released uh, May 7th. Negative keywords. Negative keywords are just now and finally being added into sponsored brands. Uh, so this is this is pretty big news. Right. You know, this is so fundamental, right? Like, welcome to 1998. You know, Google Ads has had negative keywords uh, for qu quite some time. So negative keywords, incredibly valuable, incredibly important. You know, the, the core thesis surrounding all search advertising or just advertising on the internet, you cast a net, you see what sticks, and then you get rid of what does not work. So being able to have things like like phrase match, broad match. These are not designed to just go out and help you waste money and show up for a whole bunch of irrelevant things. It's actually meant for you to cast that net, see what's going to convert, and then use negative keywords to then block out the things that aren't going to convert. So finally, you know, if you were to go and look at your sponsored brand ads last week, you know, the first week of May, you would not have been able to see or add negative keywords. Uh, and there's two negative keywords that you can add, of course, negative phrase and negative exact. Uh, pretty straightforward. You know, if you know how phrase and exact work for positive keywords, it works pretty much the same for negative keywords, where let's say I'm selling a men's fitness jump rope and it's, you know, it's for CrossFit, it's for doing, you know, speed and double jumps and double unders and all these good things. I don't want anyone searching for like children's jump rope, kids jump rope, playground jump rope, or anything like that to ever trigger my campaigns. In a situation like that where I, I have something that I would never ever want to trigger my ads, I would do negative phrase match children, negative phrase match kids, negative phrase match so on and so forth. I'd be wholesale blocking a whole bunch of these terms that I just don't want to appear for. Uh, can I also talk about negative exact too, Brett? Absolutely. Sweet. So negative exact. So you can imagine how much work it would take me to list out every iteration of like, you know, negative exact children's jump rope, negative exact kids jump rope, negative exact jump rope for kids. Negative, like I can go on forever if I was only doing negative exact. So you can see the value for negative phrase. But for negative exact, I'm going to want to do things that like people might be confused maybe about my product. So maybe if I don't have, uh, you know, maybe it's a jump rope, but it's, uh, not going to be right for it. Maybe it's not a heavy jump rope. So maybe I'll block the word specifically heavy jump rope. Uh, or whereas people might be searching jump rope for a heavy person or something like that. So I wouldn't want to block the word heavy wholesale because, you know, people might search that and find my product, but I want to block a specific 
search with the word heavy in it. So, you know, hopefully that makes sense on how to use negative phrase, negative exact. Mm -hmm. And the the tricky part about these uh, guys, you'll learn a little bit more uh, later on in this episode. But right now, these uh, negative phrase uh, keywords for sponsor brands are going to be much more useful and effective than the negative exact. Again, we'll we'll touch on that uh, right. more further on in this episode. Right. Oh, another thing about uh, negative exacts too is like a lot of times when I'm looking at uh, reports, so like that, a lot of that is like reactive. But we're going to get to how to actually think about these later in the episode. Mm-hmm. And I'll say, don't get your hopes up. Moving on. For sure. (laughs) Uh, Second change, uh, broad match basically was not broad match. Uh, so they did this, they kind of did this to us, um, you know, back in November, actually, with the dynamic uh, bidding features. Uh, whenever they released those, we kind of found out that anything, uh, I guess this was January, anything prior to January of 2019, uh, they basically told us was using dynamic bidding down only. Right. Uh, and we, we didn't really know about that. So I just wanted to mention that to kind of, you know, preface this new change in sponsored brand ads, uh, which is that broad match they just uh, released now uses synonyms and stems, um, which we had assumed it was doing before because that's how sponsored products works. Uh, but yeah, I, I guess broad match is now what we thought was broad match. Right. So this was a very weird update for me to read. It made me say, well, what was it doing previously? Like, you know, and, and again, we have our, the biggest part of this, both this update all three of these updates all have a major sort of uh, punch in the gut <laughs> added to them. So th- we'll get to that at the end. Uh, so broad match, synonyms and stems, you know, before I, I sort of weigh in on this, basically what this means is if I'm bidding on, you know, men's jump rope, it's possible that I might show up for a synonym of that. So maybe uh, men's fitness equipment. It's possible, you know, because that, that's a synonym, sort of a jump rope is a fitness piece of fitness equipment or something, maybe men's CrossFit jump rope, something like that. So synonyms and stems of those, uh, you're now eligible to show up for when you have a broad match keyword. And that's just sort of how we know broad match keywords to work, what it was doing previously. I don't really know. I wish I did. It's one of these like hidden settings that we didn't actually know what was happening. And again, the way that you would find out, we'll get to. <laughs> yep, and that you know takes us into our third update here, and this is a cool this, one. This yeah, this is cool the one, one that you probably have uh, more experience with with your Google Ads background. Um, but these are broad match modifiers, so um, now you can pretty much add a plus in front of uh, you know part of your keyword. Uh, and you know, go you want to go into that, Mike? Sure. So this one is actually pretty cool. Uh, this is so the, while the other two were sort of like catch up because sponsored product ads already had negative keywords, sponsored product ads already had broad match behaving like broad match we know and love. Um, Update three is completely new. Why it's only being added to sponsored brand ads is again, these two ad types are sort of fractured. They're sort of separated. I'm thinking of uh, Harry Potter. (laughs) Harry Potter? What do you mean? Yeah, he was like stuck under the cupboard. He's like, he's like sponsored brand ads. And then uh, what was his name? Dudley? uh, You lost me. (laughs) <laughs> Hermione? No, no, the uh, his his uh, his stepbrother, I guess. I'm out of it. Or I'm out of cousin. the loop. I don't know. Never mind. Snape. <laughs> <laughs> Keep going. Um, basically, uh, the other two are playing catch up. 
Now, this one is completely brand new. Um, I actually really like this. In fact, on Google Ads, Broadmatch Modifier is actually, some people like Broadmatch Modifier as like their favorite match type. I don't know. If you're listening to this podcast and if you've listened to more than one episode, you probably have a favorite match type. Um, so what I'll say with this, and the reason why this is so cool is because if we think of the match types, exact match, you show up for exactly that thing. Phrase match, you show up for things with with whatever the keyword is in that phrase. Uh, broad match, you show up for synonyms and stems. If you wanted to basically sort of plant sort of like a, a root and then sort of see where it would take you, like see, you know, you have some control, but then you, you, you tell it where to start and then it goes sort of close to those things. Broadmatch modifier is sort of the, the vessel that you would use to do that. And, and here's what I mean by that. So basically, let's say I wanted to, let's say I'm selling cat treats and I go and I have broadmatch cat treats. It's possible that I can show up for like, cat toys, like something that I don't really want to with broad match. Cause you know, maybe some way treats is related to just general cat products. And there's so much interest for cat products for toys. Like that is possible with broad match, like broad match, you can show up for lots of different things, synonyms, and then stems of those synonyms, uh, with phrase match for cat treats, you know, I'm going to be showing up just for uh, whatever big cat treats, little cat treats, whatever it might be. Exact match, I'm just going to be cat treats. However, if I wanted to sort of, I can sort of plant that word cat and then see variations of the word treats. This opens up for cat. And then I want to see sort of what Amazon's going to do for the second. So basically, if I did modified broad, I put a plus sign next to the word cat, and then I just left treats the, like normal. Basically, what that would mean is every single search I would appear for needs to include the word cat because I put the plus sign next to it. So that's basically broad match modifier. That means anything you put a plus sign next to, you have that locked into your search term. All the other words that you have in your keyword are going to do synonyms and stems. So you can do some really cool nuanced things where you sort of lock things that you don't want variable. And then you sort of open up the door to some of your of some of your search terms being variable. So it's this sort of cool mix of sort of exact match locking with sort of the rest of the words being broad. I know a lot of people that like broad match modifier more than phrase and more than broad because it's sort of this very, in a way that's a little bit more controlled than maybe even phrase or broadest. Yeah, I, I really like the idea of kind of cool name replacements. Right. Yeah, plant match. Right. Anchor match. Come on. <laughs> like, like I think an even better example, maybe the, the cat treats. I was stretching real hard for that. Like, we talk a lot about launching a Badger plushie on Amazon. We think that'd be really cool to, like, launch a Badger plushie. Uh, you can imagine if I'm typing in, like, Badger plushie broad match, I would almost bet that I'd be showing up for different animals, maybe even just animal toys. Like that could go so far off. But if I lock badger uh, and then maybe it's broad match modifier, I lock badger and then toys, you know, that might be pretty cool. That might give me like some control, making sure that a person needs to search badger and just to see what else is out there. Conversely, I can do sort of plushy and be sure that like the word plushy is locked in there uh, and then see sort of, you know, what else is out there. Mm -hmm. And yeah, you just put a plus sign uh, next to whatever word you want to lock. Now here's the kicker. 
here's the kick in the gut for all of this. Like we've been building up these updates, all pretty good. You can do negatives. You can do, you know, broad match behaves with synonyms and stems. And, that, and then we also added this cool feature, modified broad. And then they pull the, I don't know, they, they, they pull the, the, they knock the wind out of us at the end of all this. And this is crazy to me, this, this last thing that we're about to share. I'm going to look, I'm going to let Brett deliver the, the tough news. Yep. So uh, this was our biggest gripe in episode 21, but there are still no search terms. So we kind of talked about this a little bit earlier, but those negative exact keywords um, are, but we don't have metrics. Right. So, so what negative keywords are you going to add? Well, you can't look at your search term. That's crazy. Uh, for the second update of sort of getting, let's see what you're appearing for. Can't do it. Update number three, you got broad match modifier. You want to lock one. You want to see what you're appearing for. This is tough. This is a mm-hmm. hard to hard pill to swallow. Yeah, until until we get search term reports inside of sponsored brand ads, it's it's still gonna feel uh, kind of like mm-hmm. that neglected child. And I will take this opportunity now to clarify my Harry Potter example, Mike. Uh, Did you Potter- Google this just now? <laughs> I confirmed. Yes. <laughs> So Harry, um, Harry is like sponsored brand ads. He just gets locked under Got it. Uh, under the stairwell. Okay. And then his cousin uh, Dudley is always getting like presents, and he's super spoiled and has all these cool features, just like sponsored products. So mm-hmm. I had to get that. Uh, had to get that off. My Fair chest. enough. Uh, is he the prince who was promised? I suppose. Dude, that's Game of Thrones. I, I threw <laughs> for a loop. Uh, okay. Here's another thing, though. Sponsored product. Long time. So actually. To, to only speak in that sponsored products are now, we're just, are we watching it wither? Are, are there no new updates yet? When do we get modified broad inside sponsored products? You know, sometimes a neglected child wins, you know, Harry got to go to Hogwarts. So I'm, if, if we're just really gonna, <laughs> gonna hit on this one. I'm always rooting for better tools to help us serve the right add at the, to the right person at the right time. Yeah. Um, I, I do think we can expect uh, search term reports and sponsored brand ads, um, you know, in our lifetimes, in, yeah, our in life. the next few years, probably, yeah. Yeah, I, would, I would really expect that to happen. So uh, we'll keep our hopes up and, you know, we'll keep, we'll keep praying. Yeah. You know, another, uh, I think a good way to end this is maybe with a little hope. Um, so reports, I think that might be a cool way to end it. So negative keywords. So believe it or not, only does reactive negative keywords. So basically what reactive negative keyword research means of that data. That's terrific. You have to do it. It's important. However, there's also proactive negatives, like look for new keywords. You're actually looking for things that you would never want to appear for. So like broke and I'd be like, oh, I don't want to appear for this. Like, let me negative phrase kids. Boom. That's how you can do that. Mm -hmm. Is there any way to potentially mitigate some of the no no uh, search term report for the second update, which was broad match. Mm, I, you know, I'm not really sure right now. Mm-hmm. Um, it, it, honestly, again, we kind of thought this is how things were before. So uh, <laughs> not much of a change here. Mm. Oh, what about, uh, what about negative keyword sculpting? Yeah. Right. Definitely possible. Uh, for anyone out there, negative keywords, sculpting, uh, is where you basically have the same keyword in two different ad groups, and then and then in the phrase ad group, you basically have the negative exact of the exact. I would have the negative exact. Oh wait, I, you know, men's jump rope broad. I would have the negative exact 
So I'd be seeing how the performance of those synonyms and stems would be behaving. Again, this isn't perfect, but mm. it's it's a way to potentially make do. Yep. And then with uh, you know, with the broad match modifier stuff, especially if you are, um, you know, maybe you can just uh, anchor or plant your, you know, put a plus next to your main keyword that you want to uh, definitely appear for, or, you know, maybe even next to your brand or something like that, mm-hmm. uh, and then let broad match do its thing. That's, uh, mm-hmm. you know, that's going to be more inclusive than phrase match, and there may be some value there. Right. And that's that. Those are three pretty significant sponsored brand ads updates. Uh, Who knows? <laughs> Who knows? We'll be here, though. We'll you, be podcasting it up. I have a friend who lives in Wisconsin. It's freezing, and they say they do like, and then everyone in town bets what day it will fall into the winter. <laughs> like, what, what is your guess for when we will get uh, – we pretty much know the same amount. So this is a pretty good guess. Quarter four. I'm an optimistic guy. You're Quarter optimistic. Four. How about you? I mean, that's a pretty good guess. <laughs> now that I actually think about it, um, in the year 2019, I'm going to go 2020. I'm okay. going to go, we're not going to get it this year. We're going to get it next year. I bet we're going to get a whole bunch more sponsored brand ads, updates, continue to scratch our heads why there's no search room reports. <laughs> and then eventually they're just going to like release it quietly almost kind of like embarrassed that they took this luck. Hey, by the way, you've had search term reports this whole time. Oh my <laughs> gosh. Uh, so, you know, before we end this one, I do have one more question for you, Mike. What's that? What's the lake? I think it's, I actually, I mean, I, this is actually, I think it's actually for a good cop damaged car. So it's actually a pretty good cause too. I appreciate that. And, mm-hmm. you know, even more than that, I do uh, appreciate it, but uh, we gotta, these, these are good changes and, and we do appreciate them. That's right. We're very appreciative. We just got to ham it up for the show. and that's it everybody thanks so much for checking out the amz ppc den podcast appreciate you listening let us know what you think feel free to hit us up on any of our social channels uh or check out all of our podcasts at adbadger.com slash podcasts we'll see you guys next time